Hey, welcome to Going Once Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch Hello. and Spencer. Hey, guys. We do not want to get copyright, so we're going to go mute this uh, mic right now. <laughs> and uh, now we're going good. So uh, week 13 in the books almost. Uh, we're watching the Washington Steelers game currently. Uh, we, tonight we still got the Bills and 49ers. And Pretty then we got good. the Ravens-Cowboys on Tuesday night. But uh, to get it going right now, we've got a couple injuries to start. Uh, first one we're going to talk about was a live injury, and that was um, Antonio Gibson. Uh, foot injury, doubtful of return. Turf toe, some might say. Probably. Anytime you hear a toe injury, it's never good. Yeah, I've never once heard someone have a toe. Just, and, uh, been just a month. Just a month. Slow down Devontae Adams, slow down Likewise. I don't know, man. Looking pretty rough. Yeah, so it's, looking, it's not looking great for him. Uh, it looks like, from the sounds of it, I think Peyton Barber's going to take over a lot of like the goal line work, but I think overall McKissick's going to get more carries. He'll get more. And more work. get more receptions. He'll just be on the field. But, if, I mean, I think the touchdown-wise, I think it's leaning I think it's leaning Parker for uh, Barber, what they said. Barber already scored this game. So it's going to be kind of – I think McKissick, though, is going to get more because – Here's my take. I don't think you want to play any of them without Gibson. <laughs> That's my take on the McKissick running McKissick had relevant for like two weeks, and that was it. Hey, if, uh, if McKissick shows yeah, it's up not again, a... I'll play him, but like I'm not I'm not in a rush to get the Washington No, no, no. Right but that would be – that's the guy play. I think is going to be the next be- – well, I mean, if you're talking about you want to have Gus Edwards playing – Halftime, Gus Edwards is only like a touchdown threat anyway. I mean, yeah, I was Gus Edwards on the, a really good rushing team with Le- like I mean, that is, this is not the same caliber of offense. I mean, Gibson is the, one of the most rushing touchdowns this year. Yeah, because Gibson is really good. Not because the Washington football team is a great. They're offense. not all that long of touchdowns. I get that, but that's just he's a good run. Like they get down there and he scores. Like he makes good on his opportunities. Right, but they can get down there still. I mean, Payne Barber still can get a touchdown a but game. But he's not very good. Is my issue. If like, they get down the goal line, it's fine. No, it, Gibson scores is going to score more than Barber always. Like that is my point there. I mean, that's if they take over the same role, that's how it's going to work out. It's not. So like uh, Antonio Gibson had eleven touchdowns this year. Yeah. Barber's not getting eleven. He's and other than that mostly. one long run, it's all been just short games. Yeah. Hell, Barber's going to get like three of those instead of eleven. Like, well, with three in the last three weeks, that's pretty good. Over a year. <laughs> get like one, he's not gonna score. Like he's not gonna be the same as Gibson. Like I'm not. You're not rushing out to get him as this backup. Uh, I think he's there's so there's a little bit of value there, but it's still it's a, it's a tough. There's definitely some better guys to play. But right now we've seen the running game, the running back situation that is like left, and there's not good running backs available. So you're probably he playing someone you stashed. Oh, I'm not saying I'm just <laughs> like, saying you yeah, still got a stash, but I mean honestly, he still has more of the best better values than some other people on the team. They both the guys that are left over. That's a I mean, lie. I mean, when you play whichever running back, I don't know, when you play Peyton Barber against the Niners next week in the first week of the playoffs. No. No, no he's not really a playoff. If you don't then want I don't see the – I mean, he plays Seattle the next week, which I don't, honestly don't know what to think of that team anymore because their, like, defense is, like, improving. Improving. Even the offense is going to crap, so I have no idea what, what is the, going on. All the offensive power is going to defense. Yeah. And then, yeah, so if I'm not – I would not pick him up. If you need a start, I am not looking at you next week. Yeah, well, it depends on how desperate you are. It depends on how desperate I just the league don't is. Think, I just don't think. I don't know how desperate you got to be. <laughs> There's definitely some desperate times in the league. I'd still go with, like, Latavius Murray. He just had a stinker of a week last week. Yeah, the same thing, too. You're, ho- just ho- you're really hoping for a touchdown with him, too. But he has a better chance. 
with the Jeopardy does with the two others is pretty far apart. But anyway, yeah, I don't uh, think I just don't I think don't so. I, don't I mean, Ty Johnson and Jeopardy got 122 votes in the other, and the other guy had 80 yards. So I'm gonna take both of them. Remember when the Michael P. Ryan was the starter behind Bush? Yeah, it's been a long road trip. It's been yeah. a long season, man. Yeah, that's my point. Is like, what happens next game? If he comes out and gets 20 carries, I would not be surprised if he wasn't. Yeah. Uh, next, we got uh, DJ Moore and yeah, Curtis Samuel both on the COVID list right now. Uh, uh, Curtis Samuel is just on the close encounter list, so he could get uh, – he could still be back if he tested negative a couple times. Yep, you got it. But uh, <laughs> that was tough for you. That was DJ really Moore is uh, – <laughs> DJ Moore is definitely has he's it. Out. He's out. So. I didn't brief Scotty on this, so he has no idea what he's saying. Yeah, Scotty's like the There's gonna be it's like he's never talked before. <laughs> no, I knew I knew DJ Moore was. I was trying to think of the actual like the word I, the contact close close, <laughs> close contact. Close the contact. That's what I was looking for. for. I said Those a counter. Talk played too much folklore over there. That's close what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> Scotty's the <counter> to what? <laughs> anyway. So uh next Dang. we got uh Kenny Galladay still with the hip. Uh, I mean it just I don't know what to t- talk about him. Like he just that hip injury keeps coming up. Just keep watching him. I mean, at this point, you're it's not like anything new. You're gonna play him the second he comes back in. Yeah, it's guaranteed 14 points for everybody comes back in. Is he coming back 100 percent though? I don't think I don't didn't come back. I don't think he came out back 100 percent the first time exactly. around. He still got 14, 14, 14. I think he came back 100 percent the last time. I don't think so. He got injured again. The same well, injury. No, it was a hamstring then a hip. That's not the same injury. Uh, they're pretty much the same. They're no, connected. they're not. They're Are all you, connected. You idiot. They're, they're not all even close. connected. They're all connected. He didn't pull the like hip muscle. He hurt his hip. Like they're, nah, they're all connected. Different. They're all connected. <laughs> they're close contact. You know, hamstring I'm connected still, to the glute. Oh, now you use close contact correctly. <laughs> when it's a hamstring and a hip, that well, you get right. It. I'm but still in Kenny Galladay. I just I'm adjusting my expectations of him being a two when I bring him back, or maybe like a really high end three, but definitely a two. I'm just I'm hoping he. he I just don't think he's gonna bust through when you bring him back. I think Stafford's playing a little better now. I, Galladay's gonna have a really good floor, and I don't. He might not have the ceiling you want, but he's. I, I think he's gonna get you some. I'm concerned is they're just they're not playing for anything. So why why? Well, he is a free agent. Yeah, so they're, they're not mean, connected. See, that's the thing. He he's going to play if he can because he if he's playing for a contract right now and he's playing for next year's money, then he's definitely not gonna be a Detroit Lion. He's gonna year, be so best friends with Sam Ellinger. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. And uh, last we got is Alexander Madison got his appendix removed. So, uh, uh-oh. I mean, that means, so their backup is Boone, then. Boone and Ham, right? Yeah. Ham! I, like I think Ham. Boone got more of the carries last uh, last week. He, had, he was Ham. only like 1%. Ham I saw scored, that. though. Yeah, Ham was a better man. Ham <laughs> scored? I thought Boone scored as well. I don't know. I Boone. know Ham. Boone Ham. Ham. You still might to be Boone Ham. But that Boone just Ham kind of, I think Boone. the backup, that situation is just not as uh, interesting anymore. I mean, like, with Cook, like, you want to have Madison... I'm not sure how long the appendix thing it keeps you out for. Could be like two, two weeks. Because Austin Hooper missed a week, and then they had their bye. So, I think, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I would, I mean, if you could put him on your IR. And, and even if IR something happens to Cook, like like you guys said, I'm not interested in the backup. That's, I'm that's interested not in a big, That's Jefferson. not a big jump. That's Thielen and Jefferson kind of thing. But Thank you. So, Changes every week, though. <laughs> and that's all we got right now for the injuries. I don't it's fully know when now. Drew Brees is coming back. They keep saying sooner, and then I'm like, there's no if way. If Drew Brees come comes back. back this week, he's a psychopath. Yeah, there man. is no way with 11 broken ribs or fractures, whatever you want to call it, that he can come back and play this week. They don't need him this next week against Philly. They, they don't need him for the rest of the regular season. Yeah, they they kind of need him against. Uh, they need him against the Chiefs. 
I think. I don't no, think they can beat the Chiefs. I, didn't even know. I don't think they need to beat. I don't think they need to beat the Chiefs. They just need to make the playoffs. Well, Green Bay. But it's a bye thing. Yeah, it's a situation bye. that could happen. Green I don't Bay's know how right. it fully works with a bye. So you don't want to like if, if you lose a, if you can if you lose they can I think they can still afford to lose the game. I mean, yeah, I'd rather lose the game than bring Drew Brees back and lose him to the playoffs. Like, like I understand you want home field advantage, but it's like if you're gonna like I'd rather end up be playing my Hall of Fame quarterback in the playoffs than Taysom Hill. Like I'd rather make like, I think overall they're gonna make him wait an extra week than just shove him back. They're definitely not gonna rush it. They're definitely not gonna rush it back. But overall, uh. If they want to win, they're going to have to try something. I, I don't think he's going to take a crazy hit I, I like just, that. I don't think with Drew Brees, I don't know if they're beating the Chiefs. So, yeah, it's kind of like. I think the Chiefs looked very beatable last week. Against Denver, they looked beatable. Game. That's divisional. They, there was two touchdowns that did not count in that game. <laughs> it still was good. They're still good. I mean, it, it doesn't happen. doesn't happen. But, I mean, Chief, uh, the Saints defense is one of the best defenses in the league right now. I mean, the only so games... The and they have a hey, great... Hey, hold, hold on. The only games that have been close for Kansas City this year have been divisional games. That is the, those are the only games that have been close. And that's kind of a, an appendix... Not appendix. <laughs> the Achilles heel of most teams. Appendix heel. No, right. You're, you're right there. <laughs> but I think the Saints have the good defense. And then the other thing has been their rushing attack has been... Talk about bias, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a guys, rushing thing overall. I, I hate you guys so bad. The Chiefs just aren't... The Chiefs are just way more capable. I mean, I think make it kind of a game, but like not really. I don't like, think with the Taysom Hill they're gonna make it. A, I don't think it's gonna be as uh, close without Breezy because I think they need the offense to actually be passing to really win that game. They definitely if they just that. have the rushing. The rushing's gonna work. It's gonna get them there. But if they don't actually have the passing, they can't beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. But their defense can hold them enough. The Chiefs have a good enough defense in my eyes with the way their offense is, where they can compete. They can shut down the Saints. I don't think they're going to shut down the Saints, but the Saints are going to be able to score with Taysom Hill. Basically, like they're definitely gonna get. Yeah, I think yeah. with I think without Taysom Hill, they're not gonna. I don't think I think with Taysom Hill, they're gonna lose. I think if they had Breeze back, they could play. But if yeah. Breeze lose, is not, but it'll look better. Taysom no, Breeze. they get, they're gonna win. They can win that game. Are you gonna or can they can? You said gonna. You're about to say gonna. You said gonna. Are you gonna say gonna or can? They will win that game right, if Drew Breeze not. is playing. Cool. They will not. <laughs> Dude, that team, the defense is just phenomenal right now. So is the Chiefs' defense. Just it's wait, not phenomenal. Just wait really they were running all over them. Melvin Gordon was running all over them yesterday. Just wait till the playoffs when you blame the Saints' defense like you do every single other year. <laughs> it has been the Saints' defense every year. <laughs> this is the best year. Yeah, the and yet, in the regular season, it's fine. That's the, yeah, I would blame them, too. They just haven't cost them the game now. If the Chiefs still have a chance at that first round, at the first seed in a bye, they're going to slaughter the Saints. They're not going to slaughter the Saints one bit. Kick the crap out of the Saints. No, that Especially game's like going to be way close to you guys think. I think the Saints can win that game. The Saints can control that game. Can, as they long could, as but they, they won't. They will. This game's going to be Oh, good. he said he will. <laughs> like, the game's going to be – I think you guys are panicking. getting away out of proportion. I said without Taysom Hill, with Taysom Hill, I, I don't understand. like their I odds. I understand. Cold plays. I don't like their odds. <laughs> but – the Chiefs, and in this situation, I mean, it's, that's just leading. The Chiefs have been very beatable. If the Raiders you know, the, can get like, this, I, it's a visual. The Raiders beat them, and the Raiders played a good the game Raiders against them. The Raiders play to their competition. It's, it's a very proven thing. You can look at their games. If they play a good team, they play but, better. But if you look at the teams, team, but like, look at the terrible. teams. Look at the the Raiders, good divisional the, the Denver, divisional teams, and then try to, I understand that. They're all, all divisional. divisional. But those teams are not that good to be able to be there overall. And Raiders are a good enough team. And what did they do to Tampa? They destroyed Tampa. Yeah, and they're a good team. Not as good as Saints. <laughs> that is a that's fact right there. That's a fact. You can't you can't. I'm not gonna say it's not a fact, but like Tampa's still a really good playoff team. They're a good playoff team. Not as good as the Saints are gonna be. And they're not as good as the, 
Chiefs are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, there's levels to the, Like, I understand Drew Brees is awesome, but he cannot compete with Patrick Mahomes right now. They're good. If their defense is going to be able to compete with so Patrick Mahomes, t- they're, 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 they're going to out. He can you, beat the Chiefs defense. Going you were going to tell me that he Frank, cannot beat the Chiefs Frank Clark and Chris, be the Chiefs Chris Jones aren't going to lay a well-placed hit right in Drew Brees' ribs the first play of that game. Or Everyone's going to try to. That's a smart play. Still. Yeah. So you're saying Drew Brees, off of 11 rib fractures, is going to come back, maybe his first week back, and beat the Chiefs. Yeah. If he comes back, he's going to beat the Chiefs. He hasn't even looked good this year. Doesn't matter. He, that team does can better. run better does with better. Drew Brees. You don't just get better after breaking 11 of your he's ribs gonna be and fine. not throwing a ball. He hasn't been bad weeks. this whole year either. He's at least going to hit the Chiefs. He can the read the teams better. He's going to beat the Chiefs no, if he's playing. He's not. He's going to beat $20 right now that the Chiefs beat him. If Drew Brees nope. is playing. If, if, play, if, if he plays. If Drew Brees plays. If he plays, I bet you 20 bucks the Chiefs will win. In playoffs or regular season? Right now. No, this is the regular season game. Yeah, yeah, regular season. If Drew Brees hey, plays, yeah, yeah, I got sure. you. All right, I'm not worried about it at all. We shook. All right, I was holding my hand out for like 30 seconds. I'm like, are you gonna? This guy wanted me to acknowledge, and he's like, if Drew Brees plays, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I'm acknowledging. So Drew Brees I plays. It. I think it's gonna be a good game one way or the other, because the Saints have the running game to do it, and they have the, they still have Michael Thomas. They, they have everything there. All they gotta do is just limit Tyreek Hill, obsolete, and then I don't think. I mean, I will say though, Travis Kelsey is an issue. Yeah, that is like the one thing this year. I don't understand <laughs> how no one can stop him. He's a beast, man. It's just like you just give him ten yards, and you're like, okay, we'll get him. Not even ten. He averages like well, eighteen yards. Of well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, they give him like he always catches the like, he always he never goes down immediately. Like that's what they're like. All right, we'll give him the ten yards, and then he's gonna go down. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey man, he's still running for like seven more yards after every time he catches the ball. Yeah, well the announcers even say it too. It's like you put a cornerback on him to actually guard him with the speed wise, oh, and he can't tackle him. And you put a middle big. linebacker on him to tackle him, they can't keep up with him speed wise. Yeah, he's he's an issue. So yeah, he is the biggest issue on the team, honestly. But like they can, they just gotta he's slow him down overall, and they'll fi- they'll have to figure it out. But I uh I do think Chiefs are uh, the Saints are gonna win that game. <laughs> you just said the Chiefs are gonna be. <laughs> So, uh, we can't talk about what Scotty actually the, said. Let's not get into the actual show. <laughs> we haven't even started the show yet, really. Moving on to uh, the booms of the week. Dude, he's never here for this. We got oh, the start off of the booms of the week. We're going to start it off with Corey Davis. Corey Davis had himself a day against the Browns. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that entire, that is everything on Tennessee's side was such... I mean, Corey Davis did score when it wasn't. Yeah, Corey like, Davis didn't have all garbage time. But Corey Davis I, had a game. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was a weird game just in general. But, yeah, Corey Davis, 11 catches, 182 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. I think those are all career highs besides yeah. touchdowns. Um, yeah, I just think the Browns were totally content with, like, double-covering A.J. Brown and just they were living, content living with, just with Corey prevent the second half. Yeah, just living with what Corey Davis was going to do. Like, that. Yeah. Because A.J. Brown did okay, but, like, they definitely made sure he did not beat A.J. Brown literally has the same stat line really every week. It's just, like, if he, Four for if he gets a touchdown, yeah. Well, no, he usually has, like, 120 with, like, a 50-yard touchdown. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's usually something else the in there. No, the 90 yards, I think, has been his normal his normal stat line. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull it up right now and see where he normally is at this year. But, yeah, the last week when it was 90 this week, it was 100 last week with a touchdown. It was 62 or with a touchdown. So that's all four catches, though. But he's like four catches. What he, four catches since week eight, it's went four, four, one against Indy. Indy shut him down. Then four, four, four. Six, five, Gets seven. that exact like same six, five, line. Six, five, seven above that. It's not even like he's doubling it. Like 
He's just getting a little bit. No, Buffalo was a good game overall, getting a little extra catches, but he just gets that big play overall and gets to work where Corey Davis is getting these He's the short plays. Guy. Yeah, it's working out good. He's and Tyler Boyd. <laughs> this is, I'm going to like him. I, I'm going to jump back on the train for next year, depending on what team he's on. If he stays on the Titans, I'm going to like him again for last year for this. Yeah, they were ju- they uh, declined his option. Ooh. Which is a bad time for that. I mean, yeah, well, yeah. he didn't show anything for them to pick it up. No, right. They did the right decision, technically. It's just now he's just showing up. Or maybe that's what his plan was the whole time, to get to a different team to try to be a number one well, again. I, don't, I was he, just thinking of the Oregon Ducks. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have an option. The team declined his option. Right. He's getting a bump. That wouldn't be a bad Packers spot for him either, but... <laughs> as much as my my want for A.J. Green to be on that team, but I don't know if that would I know how much help that would be. Yeah, I know. That's why I was a little surprised. He'd just be like a tall guy to fill the hole. So, all right, going on to my um, first boom of the week. It's David Montgomery, who... Damn, they love man, dropping the ball. Ebron is just dropping everything. He's um, He had a couple good catches. He did. So, David Montgomery just had himself a game. 17 for 72, two rush touchdowns, four receptions for 39 yards. Dave Montgomery guy, I love hearing this. I mean, he has a cake schedule. That's the only reason I trade for him, and Fantastic. I don't want to hear about anything else besides that. Anyway. Fantastic schedule. Great at being average. <laughs> yeah. That's not average at all this week. Number yeah, this, one running back like, of the week. Yeah, so. <laughs> I heard that. I was like, no way. Yeah, he was pretty good, man. He's the type. That's like his best selection. Yeah, so as long as I'm really hoping they don't switch back it off is kind Trubisky, of Trubisky. Because if he does, I like I like Montgomery way less with Nick Foles. So. <laughs> what a weird partner. I, mean, I don't know who they're going to the go with. The has at least been able to do something with Trubisky. I think they're just going to stick with Trubisky. I would hope so. Yeah, it's funny that David Montgomery though gets like this the biggest week, and there's only like there's only like four people that scored like above twenty. I feel like every other week you're sitting at like like six or seven. It's been like crazy weeks, and then he's just like, I got twenty five, I win. Opportunistic. <laughs> I'm here, guys. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't see well, Mostert's probably the only one that's actually passed him up. Honestly. Or Zeke? I don't think Zeke's gonna happen. Is Dobbins playing? Dobbins might be playing. Dobbins. This week. Dobbins, I, if they switch to Dobbins, Dobbins it ain't, ain't going to be a Bills running back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's, that was, those are the options. <laughs> I mean, combined, maybe. Chudo. Combined, they could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly, I hope. I, I don't even know if combined they're going to get 25 points. I, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that would be so unfortunate. <laughs> But, yeah, that's just a huge game for him, and especially if he has that consistency, and then this is just a two-touchdown boom. It's not even yard. It's just, yeah, two touchdowns. That helps out a ton. That, 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 that's everything. That's pretty awesome. All right, so remember how last week when I was talking about Tyreek Hill and I was really, really, really excited how awesome it was? Well, the universe got me back this week, and I had to play against Darren Waller, and it's super unfortunate. <laughs> and Darren no, Waller. This is, more, this is more of the Derek Carr situation. No, this is a Darren Waller thing. Darren Waller is – He's a freak, man. He got 17 targets. Like, why does no one just – they only like to throw it to Darren Waller. His best weapon on their team. Will someone at least stand near him at all times? Because he got 17 targets, the 13 Jets, for man, 200. blitz constantly on him. And two, yeah, for, no, it does seem, though, it, that is, like, the one difference between Waller and Kelsey. Like, Kelsey always had someone on him, well, except for the two weeks ago. Yeah. But, <laughs> except for that one. They always have someone on him. Waller, like, always catches the ball open field like no one there. Yeah, it's, it's just like – Oh, there's no one in 10 yards? Okay, and he's quick, so he gets extra yards. Yeah, it's like, it's just like they just, like, oh, we don't need to cover that guy. He's not that good. He's like, not the number one target on the team. He's only the best weapon on that team. Yeah, and it's like, it just keeps happening. Like, all of his games are just, like, so unassuming, and he'll just go off for 
way more than he like he thinks he's gonna go after and he is awesome tight end though and it's it's just very unfortunate that uh, the universe had to get involved there <laughs> because of Derek Carr no because of uh, Tyreek Hill no it was Derek Carr no it wasn't Tyreek Hill got involved and it is all Derek Carr's fault in the long run but but he had a great week no Derek Carr was great no he didn't yeah he really did no Darren Waller had a good week and so did Derek Carr nah Someone has to throw to him. Game-winning touchdown, man. Nah. To Ruggs. <laughs> no, that was Greg Williams. <laughs> Greg Williams threw that ball. I don't know if he knew that. I mean, we saw Carson Wentz miss that pass. You know who didn't miss that pass? Derek Carr. Carson Wentz missed this, this little swing pass yesterday. It for the game, though. I mean, it might as well have been. <laughs> no, that was just for the I mean, it cost quarter. him his job, so. I don't think that was that, – that was not <laughs> the straw. There was a lot of straws that broke that camel's back. That camel's back has been getting a lot of straw <laughs> for a lot of weeks now. So, my next guy I have on my list, on top of Derek Carr, we had a good quarterback week from people that just have had kind of disappointing years so far, or just disappointing weeks. Disappointing weather. So. <laughs> for this guy. Well, not the whole year. I mean, it's like four weeks now. It was three. There was three weeks in there, but that's not even what you're talking about with him, though, which is overall, you just didn't know if you had him in him, and that's Baker Mayfield. 334 yards and four TDs. Showing that he can only throw for 40 yards in the second half, but it doesn't matter whatsoever. <laughs> that doesn't show up in your fantasy stats. The first, the first half, <laughs> great performance from him. Looked super good out there. I mean, he's hitting – he made everyone. He made Higgins relevant. He made Donovan People-Jones relevant. <laughs> Shout out Tyler. Yeah, I was going to say, someone <laughs> was very excited. The one person who's playing. So, I mean, he's making these people relevant without o- OBJ. So let's just get OBJ out there, and maybe May- Baker Mayfield becomes a relevant uh, quarterback. And maybe just keep OBJ off the field because apparently he's way better without him. It's super frustrating. Well, we might as well get something for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, get Corey Davis more. <laughs> Please but get some more than that. I think get Corey Davis draft needs, pick would be cool. All, all Baker needs is a two. Apparently, he doesn't need any one wide receiver. So he just, yeah, you need someone that's not going to be like, hey, throw me the ball, hey, throw me the ball, hey, throw me the ball. Even though he's not saying that to the media, I bet you, like, in the locker room, he's like, hey, Baker, by the way, you're going to throw me the ball more, right? He's like, uh, yeah, sure, sure. You know what would be the weirdest trade is just an OBJ for Michael Thomas trade out. That'd be so weird. That'd that be would the never worst happen. Trade ever. <laughs> would never happen. Well, they're both. If Michael like, Thomas was, like, 30, I, uh, they might do that trip. But, like, yeah. Odell, is, he has not played enough to even make that trip at all. Well, it's just, like, funny because them both, like, both hating each other's places. Basically. <laughs> and then uh, Winston can be uh, with OBJ. Eating a W, baby. <laughs> All right, going to my next guy. This guy I, I traded because he was really disappointing me, and he had a good week off a uh, pretty good, you know. Pretty <laughs> it was all of his. You can do it. You can do it. I, I, there's so many emotions when I talk about Jonathan Taylor. There's so <laughs> many just mixed emotions. That I all have to come out at once. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was all off a broken fourth down play that the Texans just didn't even bother to cover Jonathan Taylor. But he went 13 for 91, three receptions, 44 yards, and a touchdown. So, he did really good off the lim- not limited work because he had 16 opportunities. But the Indy running backs are still very sketchy. And him and, him and Hines are basically almost a 50-50 split. Hines gets a little less work, but he's a little more effective. But Jonathan Taylor's having a good week. He's got a nice playoff schedule, so as long as Frank Reich isn't a doo-doo head. Frank Reich doesn't do Frank Reich stuff. Yeah, as long as that, he should be primed for a nice little playoff push here. Yeah, I don't think so, but I just the confidence is tough in Jonathan Taylor. 
Yep, that's why uh, that that, that <laughs> nice right easy on. schedule is exactly what I wanted. That that nice easy schedule over there. I also wanted it for AJ Brown, so thank you. So, yeah, I got that. I, I liked it overall. I said I just needed John Taylor. I needed to actually win the two weeks and the not COVID, have him going on COVID on Saturday really didn't help you. And that uh, trade that he was going through with his division. <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> so yeah, that that would have won me the week. That would have won me the week. That was the yep. one for twenty one week. It was awesome. <laughs> So yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of things in there. No, that wasn't you. Had the one for twenty one week. I thought. No, you did. Was that the one week? Yeah. Oh, you had a bad week with AJ Brown though. I did. You had the one bad week with AJ Brown when we traded him. So that's why I, ended up, I almost ended no. up winning. I only won three. No, the week yeah. a, the week after you did yeah, not have a good week either. The week after you got one or two points. Yeah. That was the week that I played. That was in half PPR. Yeah, because week 10, I'm pretty sure Cooper Cup played uh, Seattle, and I was very excited to play him, and he did nothing. Yeah, week 10. Mm-hmm. And what happened week uh, You got 13 points, too, in a half point. Oh, no, Cooper Cup went off. That's what happened. Yeah. Right. That's why I thought there was a difference there with the no, points. No, I just... <laughs> Cooper Cup... Oh, no, it was 16.2. Okay. Yeah, Cooper Cup almost destroyed the whole season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he had done nothing for me the whole season. Yeah, that's why, yeah, because he had the COVID there, and I didn't get to play um, him. I had to play... Uh, I had to play Bernard instead, and that got me in a bad spot. But, you know, yeah, John Taylor has a really nice schedule coming up. I think you're still going to have to hope that he gets a touchdown, but I think the yard's going to be there. I think he's going to still get you a nice 10 to 12-point base and every time you play him, and then you're just hoping that extra touchdown that can get him that 18. But overall, yeah, John Taylor, I, th- I think you almost still play John Taylor and Hines. You're just like, who's going to score the touchdown? You feel more safe with Taylor, but right. Hines is still in play. It's a passing work that, like, all of a sudden I don't know where he might get, like, seven catches. And, like, once he gets the seven catches, like, that's, that can just win you a week alone. Hines just isn't getting, like, sorry, Jason. Hines isn't getting, like, consistent receiving work, so I also feel more safe with John Taylor. Yeah, I, I definitely feel more safe with John Taylor there. Uh, my last uh, my last two guys, I'm going to bring these both up because they're in the same game, was Kiki QT and uh, T.Y. Hilton. The reason I want to bring up T.Y. Hilton is probably no one played him, but you should have. Uh, I think I got skipped. Oh, you did? Me too. <laughs> you definitely skipped me. <laughs> oh, that's my bad. Yeah, well, uh, that's, a, that's a little bit of a spoiler. Let's go back to you really fast. <laughs> I was wondering, Vince is giving that's me a my bad. I was like, how is what this is going I was just on? <laughs> it's a longer yeah. show today. I was uh, a little bit confused. <laughs> All right, so one of my booms, or my other booms of the week, was the Minnesota wideouts. All right, so. They actually both had pretty good games. They both had about 18 points. Like Adam, did Adam Thielen catch a one touchdown again? Seven yep. for 85. Yeah, and then Kirk Cousins, is, like Kirk Cousins is heating up, and Justin Jefferson is heating up, and Dalvin Cook is still awesome. And, I mean, that's going to be – And the playoff hunt. They have an impossible playoff schedule so far as fantasy, but they need to win all these games. So, like, it's going to be awesome playing all these Vikings in all these playoff games. But uh, Justin Jefferson, another good week, showing that he's an insane wide receiver and that his pace is, like – Second to none. Yeah, his like pace is second to none as a rookie. So, this guy, how did it feel to back this guy this entire offseason, not have him anywhere? I uh, did have him. He just ha- I had to drop him for the one point to get uh. Should have turned into McCaffrey. <laughs> I had to get someone else. So yeah, he's uh. No, I I really like it overall. I mean, I guess I'm. It's show. nice to see that I was right about him being good. I did not expect this to come out of him. I didn't think he'd be better than Stephon Diggs like immediately. I thought I thought Stephon Diggs was a really good receiver. And I thought he was being a bit of a diva. And I didn't think they were just going to go full on and include Justin Jefferson the way they did, like, Stephon Diggs. And they didn't at first. 
I mean, it was pretty fast. And though. then like, he once like he once play. he started doing that, once he made that big once big play, you're like, all right, this guy could be good. And then he kept doing. Then you think you thought, okay, maybe he's just gonna be a big play guy. Maybe that's gonna happen maybe once every couple weeks. And then now he's just be like, he still gets consistent plays. He's still the downfield threat guy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's it's really nice to see. And like I said, yeah, the only other person awesome that did this was awesome. OBJ, and I think he could still. I don't think I'm not sure he might still be able to beat OBJ. Depending on how the rest of the season goes, tough schedule. But the way it's, the way that they've been playing, I mean, I mean, you can feel great about playing all of them at all times. Kirk Cousins has just been awesome. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there's no way you thought that you could play Adam Thielen, this uh, Justin Je- Justin Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook and Kirk Cousins to feel confident. Like, you figured one of them was gonna like not be good. Like, you're gonna like, play all of them every there week. There was basically. a point like when Dalvin Cook was having his hot streak where you just got you got Dalvin Cook where. Cousins, Thielen, and Jefferson all did nothing. That's, that can still happen. That's that can still happen. But it's more normal now. And their schedule is uh, unlikely for that to happen. So, yeah, Justin Jefferson, yeah, he's had seven. I think, what did OBJ have? Like, didn't he have, like, I thought he had, like, 16 touchdowns that year. Maybe not. Oh, I could be wrong. Rookie, rookie, yeah, rookie year? Year? I, like, I think that might be a little exaggerated. I don't think it's true. I don't know if Eli even threw that many. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what his rookie stats were. So I'm just looking at it right now. I mean, he's at he's already at he's at 1040, which is – uh, third on the year right now, behind uh, DK and TY. He has a thousand yards, doesn't he? Yeah, ten, uh, ten thirty nine. So and then well, oh, Devontae Adams would be beating all of them if uh, he played all the weeks. If he didn't miss two games. Yeah, he's at ten twenty nine. He's the wide receiver two and missed two games. Mm-hmm. Beckham did have twelve touchdowns that year. It was twelve touchdowns. That's a lot. That's a little more than I thought. Yeah, so I thought that's it was what it 10. is. I thought it was at least ten. I Eli probably threw for like fourteen. Okay, yeah, was, well, I, I thought it was double digits. I didn't know. What was his yardage? Did you see? 1305. 1305. So Jefferson has Man, his career, his career four games. Hot. He has four games left to get 300, not even 300 yards. He needs 270. And he needs, Justin Jefferson needs 270 yards. And he needs five TDs. The touchdowns are going to be the tough part. To oh, he can get the get, yards. Oh, the touchdowns will be yeah. tough, though. So, but yeah, I mean, the only other rookies that did this, like we brought this up earlier in the show, I mean, the last per- rookie to get 1,000 yards was A.J. Brown, and that was barely getting 1,000 yards. This right. is already showing this there. Metcalf was barely under 1,000. It's like, Justin Jefferson's like, hey, guys, hold my beer. I could do way better than both of you. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just digs roll, but he doesn't have to worry about digs complaining about him. Like, he's like, all right, I'll get you the ball when I get to the ball, and he's yeah, I get you the ball more. than digs right now. Like, I mean, digs is awesome. That trade I mean, just worked out, like. Yeah. Buffalo got digs. They used a draft pick to draft Jefferson, and it. He's everyone's he's a, happy. He's a monster right now. He's making he's making a lot of huge plays. Yeah, he'll he's gonna be one of like the top, top receivers to get next year because I think Adam Thielen's basically a tight end. Like that's where you get him. <laughs> like that's about the best explanation yeah, for it. His yardage is uh, Jefferson's definitely going above him for that. I mean, unless something catastrophic happens next year, I'm like. Right now, next year, I'm drafting Adam Thielen as, like, a touchdown guy who's going to be, like, your third play, like, your third wide receiver or, like, a flex. And Justin Jefferson is going to be, like, a high-end. Like, he's going to be a one for sure next year. I think no matter what, Adam Thielen's still going to be number two next year, like, a number two receiver on your team. I don't think you're going to be able to draft him as a third receiver unless you're, get, you're going wide receiver heavy. Right, I mean, he was playing, like, his third, like, in your lineup, basically. Right. So this I don't think a, he's going to go too high because I don't, I don't think he's going to get that many yards. As long as he's not a sophomore slump for Justin, Justin Jefferson, too. That's too much. So that's the kind of scary part. Cousins right next? Cousins is right next to him. Yeah. Yeah, he got extended. So now going into my last my last pick. This is we are not going fast today, one bit. But <laughs> we got T. Y. Hilton and Kiki Tutu. So the reason I wanted to bring up T. Y. Hilton Hey-o. is the fact that he's been doing terrible all year. 
Like you probably caught him. He might not even been. He might be on the waivers in some leagues. You should have cut him probably. Like I mean, if you you if you couldn't find someone better on the waivers than the way Ty was playing, you need to look at waivers better. But every year, twice a year, against (laughs) Houston, he just gets twenty plus points every time. Like it's just ridiculous. I don't understand it. Why he can do it, I don't know. But he had 110 yards and a touchdown on with eight catches. Like, it just – that's phenomenal. And then on the other side of the field, the second Will Fuller starts doing steroids, Kiki QT comes in is Good caught, Will is Will. the basically Will Fuller's mini-me. He was doing it the whole time. Great. Okay, we're good. You just had to drive the knife, <laughs> the knife in, didn't you? Hey, if Gibson's going down, you're going down <laughs> with me. I didn't <laughs> – So, but – Kiki QT just takes over the role immediately with eight catches, 141 yards, and uh, no no touchdowns. But that's the Kiki QT special. It's okay. I'll take I'll take 100 plus yards, and even if it's only five catches, like if you can get that 100 yards consistently, he's gonna be a great play the rest of the year. Like if you picked him up, that's gonna be a great play because Houston's gonna throw. That's just how it goes. And Dave Johnson's gonna get his one touchdown or his, <laughs> his 12 points. enough yards. Like that's just what it is. So those are the guarantees going forward this season with Houston. All right. Going to my next guy. I'll try to speed it up a little bit here. Mike Kosicki. Look at him. Finally do good with Tua. Do good. He got targets and everything. He, he was involved some of those plays. Yeah, he's uh, – that's just kind of a weird – he's been a weird play all year, but I'm happy to see he finally, like, blew yeah, up. Yeah, nine for 88 and a touchdown with Tua. And I keep saying with Tua because he – was not good with Tua for a very long time. Basically, like, two years. I don't know. Yeah, a very that. long couple of years. <laughs> I mean, at the tight end position, that's a very long time. So, basically, Mike Isicki's back in play. He might be on waivers. He probably won't. He was on my waivers last week. I picked him up and played him. And Jared Cook, who also stinks. So. Has Taysom Hill. And, yeah. So, Mike Isicki could probably... Should be started in playoffs if you are in the landscape of no tight ends ever. So, go Mike Kosicki. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind him. It is weird that he was even – the fact that they didn't use him. It's like they don't have enough weapons to not use him. And they it just seems well, they're weird. not using Devonta Parker either, though. They can, no, they can target. It is – two doesn't throw them just a face. Just face. Exactly. <laughs> My last boom of the week is uh, a guy you're probably never going to play or never have played, and it's Ty Johnson. Frank Gore went out of the game in, like, what, the second or third play with a concussion, and then Ty Johnson proceeded to get 22 rushing attempts for 104 yards and a touchdown for, like, the best game by a a New York Jets running back in, like, two years. (laughs) Like, Le'Veon Bell wishes he could do that right now. uh, Only you can somehow bring a Jet into this segment. Oh, yeah. Only you. I got it, man. Gotta do. Th- they have no, some sort no, of no. That last play call. They, I, they don't deserve any of this. Exactly. Neither does Derek Carr. But we had talked no. about him. Derek Carr deserves the praise. No, the Jets, the Jets do not. No, Derek Carr does not deserve the praise for the Jets' mistakes. Derek Carr only messed up one week. He would have been. He would have a good he stat season without that. Twice. Though. He still would have been okay without. Like he would have been still had like twenty four. Yeah, doesn't matter. He doesn't need any of it though. <laughs> anyway, Ty Johnson had a really good game against a really weird team. So. I don't know if you're going to be able to play him again next week, but they do play Seattle, so Frankel is gone. Is he gone? I mean, he has a concussion. He'll be fine. If yeah. he is gone, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put a lot of I high just, priority waiver on it. But. If Gore's out, you're looking at Johnson, Adams, and Piran. I don't know who it is, and I don't want to I don't want to gamble. I'm he not taking 22 of them, so I'm a, I'll take the gamble and pick him up, but I don't really want to play him. I'm so. not, no, I'm not doing that. 
Yeah, so no, then I'm not next starting a jet year. unless his name is Brad. But and even then, I'm like, I don't even know if I want to do that. Well, he's like the you don't know if he's gonna what he's gonna do either. Like he has such high upside too, but like if you 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 play him with that upside potential and like he's a possession guy too, which kind of is a weird upside potential <laughs> to play a possession guy. Especially since him and Darnold have this feud. So moving on to the bust of the week. This I'm gonna start off with another tight end, and uh, it's it's Hayden Hurst, and I want to bring Hayden Hurst up because like he's still. He's still a top guy this year. Like he's still been a top guy this year. What is he ranked though? He's I think he's higher than you think. Like he's I mean, a he's eleven right now. On the I mean I don't I say it doesn't surprise me he's eleven because tight ends suck. That's kind of why I was but curious. A, and the reason he's eleven is because he's that's that's for total points and that's for because he's played every game. Like most tight ends don't get to play every game. If you go to points per game, he's down to seventeen. But he's been. The other reason in there, though, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The other reason that is, though, see, he's been more of a consistent guy this whole year. He hasn't really boomed at all, but he's been getting you the tight end points that you need. Nice consistent. Like it's time. like yeah, it's like the five points. So you really like you can't. I know you you want more, but like realistically, if you get a tight end, like you're gonna take his consistent points. Like he's had, he had a zero two weeks ago, but now than that, yeah. it was like seven points last week, then yeah, a zero in there, then nine point really seven. Good. Right. So you're not. He's been a weird guy all year, but. It's getting down to the playoffs now, where now you really got to focus on where your points are going. Like, what's what is your points? You gonna win it? Really go for upside, or are you going for straight floor? And it's kind of scary because I bet you, I don't, I don't know these stats for upside. I bet you he's beat Tanyan like most weeks too. But like the thing is, though, Tanyan has way more upside. I think Tanyan can both run the ball and catch too. So I think he's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, this is his game log. I'll just go through real quick. Yeah, Tanyan. Yeah, I I mean, I have Tanyan. No, it is. Go uh, start at thirteen. I believe he's got both. Start at thirteen. Week 13. And go up. You just go up, yeah. Oh, start from week 13. Yeah. Okay. 12, yep. 15, 13, yep. 5, okay. 1, 10, 4, 4. It was a 30-point week, so it kind of was like, well, here we go. 14, 10. Okay. Yeah, so he's it only beat him. He beat him four weeks. Well, five technically, but one was 9 point. What was a 10? Like, it's a, it's 9.8 and 10, or if it's like that. Like, that's not – I'm going to give that – I'm just going to give that a tie. Like, you're not upset about either one of those weeks. So, overall, I mean, it's the same concept, but, yeah, it's a 30-point week. That's what I'm saying. So, Hayden Hurst has beaten a lot of these type tight ends. He's been a top tight end most weeks, but, like, it's coming down to the playoffs where I don't need a – I don't need a potential, like, seven-point week. I kind of need that boom if I have the same chance to bust. And that's where I'm kind of getting the weird spot with him. I think he could still finish the end, the end of the year being a top ten tight end, but that's just because, again, he's playing every week. Are you week. talking about Tanyan or Hurst? Hurst. Okay. Tanyan's definitely going to get it, for yeah. sure. Because he's going to – He's going to yeah. definitely uh, boom again, but yeah, very easily could just get shut out of the game plan. Well, it's just the Packers are a better team, and they have more scoring, and, and Aaron Rodgers is better, and he, li- he likes he Tanyan. Yeah, I'm not uh, disagreeing with anything you just said. That is all, I, that's all 100% I, I, I'm, I'm glad you did it, because <laughs> all I said it was true. <laughs> that's all 100%. So yeah, that's, just where, that's my concern with Hayden Hurst. Like, it's a big bust this week. It's a tight end bust, so it's not usually as big of a deal, but playoff time, you need every point. Maybe it's like a kind of a big point differential though in like total. Like I know it's like every week. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's every that, that thirty that thirty point week is huge. Yeah, I think it's it's just Tanya's a little better than you think. I, I feel like I know. No, Tanya's been really good. But like it's it's yeah. I I hundred percent agree. Like I think I'd be ra- rather have had Tanya like I most this year. And I did actually I switch him out in one of my leagues. That's I switched what I'm out saying. Like, I don't think I just didn't do it in both leagues because I, like, it was like the same toss up. I don't think it's sh- it should be. 
I shouldn't be is the idea. Is definitely Tanya. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I think Tanya's gonna be better than them the rest of the year. Like, I know, hands but down. like your your doubt, I feel like there shouldn't have been doubt. Be like, it's definitely. Please be the case. Oh come on. That was very sad, actually. Okay. Anyway, going on to my first plus, the guy I have talked about religiously on the show for loving him. The truth of David. Uh, yep. <laughs> I'm his biggest fan. He is one of my favorite players in the NFL, and he was playing against the Browns, and I'm happy you didn't do good, but, like, you couldn't have done any anything in garbage time. We were one. kicking the Titans' butt 38-7. to seven. No, no to brag. Yeah. <laughs> No garbage time. I got to see McNichols get the goal line garbage touchdown. That was awesome. I was like, and I just, happens when he fumbles. And I understand. Oh, no. shut up. <laughs> I understand. Welcome. He didn't. He didn't fumble in like 400 touches. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so how's your boy Zeke doing? He's fumbling every other game. All right. Yeah, he, uh, he, he gets an excuse this year. He doesn't have. No, any, no, no, no. He does not get excuses. <laughs> no, excuses. He's a little person. The the Cowboys, is, you the guys Cowboys are all just like, I'm not biased. Yeah, that's freaking biased. And see, I was after. Yeah, Zeke censor myself, unlike yeah. some people on this show. Ah, uh, there is no proof. <laughs> so Derrick Henry had a fumble, 15 for 60. Not bad, not what you want, and just no scoring opportunities because they were throwing the entire game because the Browns just boat raced them out of the game. Yep, that usually it's not gonna happen off to Derrick Henry, but once or twice a year, this is gonna happen to him just because it is his play style. Everyone thought yeah. he's gonna get uh, like game scripted out, but I mean. Derrick Henry's a beast. He's yeah, you're good not you're not gonna like be like I don't know if we're gonna play him. No, you're playing him. And if you think about that, is he trading to me because you're a sad boy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, yeah, Derrick Henry, you're playing every you're playing every single week. You, there's no doubt, and now it's the playoff time where he should just start booming. I, I really thought this was gonna be the week he was gonna boom because I thought the Titans Titans really I mean Browns also really needed to win, but Titans really needed to win too. They're gonna fight through, so I thought they're gonna be able to get stick to the game plan. It's, it's a more work. competitive race in that division, right? For the Titans to win. First plus of the week is Devontae Bogey, and uh, a lot. I feel like a lot of people played him this week, just because it was a Josh Jacobs was out. Devontae Booker's been involved. He's been good. He's yeah. Was, he's been well, he well, he's been good, and he just laid a giant stinker of a game. He let everyone down. He didn't look good. He didn't play good. He didn't even. He didn't even have five targets to go with. I got an update. Sorry. <laughs> cool. Uh, he just. It was very disappointing to watch Devontae Booker in this game. But, uh... Logan Thomas, the other weird guy. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of upside, too, but, like, he's also goose every week I try to play him. In I'm, daily. I'm one for one on just ruining him, so... <laughs> <laughs> I played him, and it was just super disappointing. But, yeah, Devontae Booker, he had a bad week, and I uh, really hope Josh Jacobs comes back so he can disappoint me next week instead of Devontae Booker. Because uh, I at least <laughs> like Josh Jacobs. So I could forgive him. I cannot forgive Devontae Booker because I don't yeah. like him. Well, so. when a backup when a backup hurts you, it's just like you're done. Like you could just be done. Yep. yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Derrick Henry could goose for you the rest of the year, and you'd be like next year, be like, well, I'm keeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Man. Like yeah, you cost me a ton of money, but uh, yeah, still keep it. He brought me so much joy. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Remember that stiff arm? <laughs> Remember he helped me beat Mitch single handedly. I loved him for that. Uh, hey, did you trade him? Trade me him? Yeah, that yeah. wasn't. I know I said I'd consider it, but I'm like, I can't get it. I know you didn't consider it, but I just kept trying. <laughs> like I was Aaron like, man, Jones? if he was even fake and shit out of me. But that was never fake and shit. That was rich, like record timing rejections on my – like I never got an Aaron Jones take of last one, like 35 seconds on the off the show. Like 
would offer it, just wham. It was just, I was like, I didn't even close my app out, man. Like, what do you, you just have auto reject on? Uh, it would be funny if it was setting an app up. It's just, oh. hey, did you chase this guy? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I would just send it to Andy to be like, all right, this is for all of my players. <laughs> If this guy ever tries to trade with me, Anthony Laviano, just reject it because it's going to be trash. <laughs> like, oh, that'd be Tyler right there. You're going to say Tyler. <laughs> Anthony's team, rest in peace, OBJ. <laughs> Portland with a K. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now we're just talking. Nobody's watching the show anymore. <laughs> so it's going to keep an eye on the show. Um, <laughs> next on my list, I got Clyde Edwards Eclair. Which I disagree with. I get I, it's a bust, but it's not a bust. It's a bust. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you didn't but it's the play him if you didn't have to. But the thing is, yeah, you're, you're waiting for it. But it you. That's, know, but that's like, my whole point. It's like, I know the team lied you're about not gonna it. Be, you're not going to hold this against him at the end of the oh, year. Oh, not against Clyde. That's my thing. That's like, why I don't think that's why I'm not it's calling a it a bust. But it's a fantasy bust this year. But it's not a bust. It is a fantasy bust. Yeah, I just don't agree with Cause that. Because if you played him, it's a bust. Because it's still a zero. If you I played him, and I'm not calling him a bust. Yeah, you're just wrong. Well, well you also garbage. weren't going to lose no matter what. I was not going to lose no matter what. You, you were going to lose no matter what. You're not making the playoffs. Like, you were out I of could have made, I could have been just out of the playoffs. You I could have been, I was, I could have been seventh. I could have gotten robbed in my playoff, guys. No. You have no idea. No. And it's not even Clyde's fault. It's not even his fault. So, no. I just missed the playoffs. It's a, it's a. so close. If you are, if you are healthy and you get zero points. But he wasn't healthy. Well, he was, he lost weight. That's the main reason. He lost weight because of his sickness. And that's yeah. why he didn't play. Right, they Which didn't say that. would have been nice to know before the game. But they said he might not play before the game. Like, you playing him is a risk of your own. Like, you were playing it knowing that he might not play. But if you get healthy and he's active for the game. But they said he might not be involved and you still played him. I don't know if that's on him. That's not, it's on you. It's a bust because you're getting zero. It's not, but if you, but you should, but if you already know it's a risk that he might not even be involved or play in the game. And you play him, that's a active, bust on you, not on him. If he was active, you were expecting at least something. But they said he might not. They said he is is un, like, like likely to not be involved. He said reduced role. Exactly. Which means n- more than zero. Well, it doesn't mean it's not going to be zero. You still have to play him with that knowing. Like, he's a bust. I don't agree. He's a bust. Zero is a bust. And you're not going to hold it against him, so I don't know how that's a bust thing. If you like, got at the end of the year, you're not going to. We're not going to count that for him in the. Well, if you and Clyde, you've been just disappointed all year. Exactly. See, maybe I'm no, just... No, that's still <laughs> no, a bust no, 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 game! <laughs> but he didn't, even, he didn't even bust you with the ball this time. Anyway, you're right. I'm way oh, yeah. crap. Yeah. I, I thought Mitch was talking about him because he was arguing no, about it the entire me. time. All right, so my bust Keep is... Patrick. Sure. Keep him, Patrick. Thank you. Devontae Parker. <laughs> that is not... That is a very typical thing. Like, they actually go hand in hand. Devontae Parker. Man, I want you to be good with Tua. I just don't know if it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna happen. You need Fitzpatrick to be really good. He has this low touchdown upside. There, he has no upside anymore. Like he's gonna get seven to ten targets. He's gonna put up fifty yards, and if he catches a touchdown, you're gonna be kind of okay with Devontae yeah. Parker. But with with Fitzpatrick, he has a ceiling, and he's awesome. Yeah, he went four for thirty-five with Tua. Yeah, he had eight targets, which is nice. Which is nice, but their Tua targets is. Apparently they just he doesn't like Parker, so I don't know. It's just I don't know. It's the, o- no the just not that good of a co- fantasy quarterback yet. Like he's just oh, not. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying like he's in a game manager. Right, and that's the thing. It's the same concept needs, that he, doesn't run. It's he like, needs the off run. season to like to develop because like he came in half the through half the year. So I I agree with that. I think he had some time, but it, I just don't love him right now. Like for next year, I think I think I'm back sticking away from Devonte Parker at this point. Yeah. I, 
it's the same. It's gonna be the same stink that was out of Mythic. It's gonna I'll be take the his, same. I'll take his value. But yeah, I, I think if you get, you almost draft him as a. You might be able to get him as like a late, like third, like a. He might be a flex. Like I don't even. The third, the third or flex. Be, that's what I, I think. You would take the value on him. I don't think he's gonna be that late. Like I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna be a starter. I think he'll still be top. You know, he's still be a top thirty. He's gonna be your top thirty guy next year. First dynasty. I don't. I don't see who's gonna draft him there. I think but if you go running back heavy, you go running back, running back. You know, you start going in there, and then you start going wide receiver, wide receiver. You even throw in a quarterback in there because you wanted to go up on quarterbacks. Where I don't think he's gonna go higher than he did this year. He's gonna go to the Bears, get him in flex. Because he went like the fifth round this year, fifth or sixth. Sixth or seventh. And I feel like and he's gonna go just, five or under that. Just year. assumption. That was like I don't know what this like. I think I think T two is a good quarterback, but he also might be like an Al Smith type quarterback, where at the beginning of his career, like he didn't really put up great numbers for like like he was a good quarterback, but he wasn't like putting up crazy numbers for fantasy or like supporting like great wide receivers. It wasn't until like Tyreek Hill unlocked his deep ball and stuff. Yeah, Parker went in the seventh round in our draft this year. Yeah, I took him. Yeah, I, I stood him for that. Yeah, now that's about the same spot. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the exact spot. same spot yeah. where you, you're going to say yes. exact same stink they had yeah. this year. I think he's going to go there. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll take the value Jeez. on him. I took AJ Green before him. I didn't like that. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. Oh, well, that's even worse because you took AJ Green before Stephon Diggs this year. <laughs> I, just, I, I just popped up. Mm-hmm. I love that because I got Stephon Diggs. I kind of thought he would go the way he did. I did. I I did. did. When I, picked I don't think he was on the board. Was it? No, oh, no, it's on the board. Because I don't think I no. definitely would have picked him. He did not. I think it's going the other way. It's not. It says oh, one no, through ten, one through ten. It, it flips it. Without his pick. It, it, he did. Unless I was. Oh, well, no, 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 no. There's no way I would have picked yeah, yeah. AJ yeah. Green over him. No. AJ Green's right Sixth here. Sixth round. Yeah. For Sixth pick is AJ Green. Oh, you're saying AJ Green pick. before Diggs. Yeah, AJ Green before Diggs. I don't think I would have picked that. Me too. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it. I must not have seen Diggs because I was here. That is my excuse. Because I would not have made that pick. Because I was champion you know, for you, Then I picked Gallup. You got so pissed off at me. Didn't give me no onion rings. And then you, you don't deserve onion rings. And then you, he's on the waivers. Parker. You can pick him right now. You don't deserve onion rings. <laughs> and then you picked Devontae Parker. I'm aware of what I did. No, apparently not. You didn't know you picked Green before Diggs. I don't think I was in on Parker. <laughs> well, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Even though I'm looking at it right here. There's no way I seen Diggs. <laughs> I, I, I'm the one who championed for Diggs the whole time. Hey, I was on your side. Not like how I was, though. <laughs> Uh, I think Mitch, it's me. No, Mitch? Mitch is up. Don't skip him again. He's got his man in I mean, Philadelphia. Might as well skip him after seeing that pick. <laughs> Come on, Mitch. I think we're on. Yeah, I have him. I just Come on, say it. It's tough to talk about this guy. Like, it's Come on, say it. Say it. Validate my doubt. Validate my doubts no, about him. No, Validate it. There's no doubts about him. Validate it. No, it's currently, yes. for some reason, all of a sudden, in the middle of the season, they decide that Jordan Howard is the freaking answer. Exactly. For no reason. Validate my doubts I mean, about Jordan no Howard got 1.3 fantasy points. He got, like, 10 rushes, though. <laughs> for one fantasy. Exactly. <laughs> That's the problem. That's my point. Like, Sanders was getting, like, 20 touches. By the way, it's Miles Sanders. He's ass. And I don't even care. <laughs> just bad. Anyway. Oh, he only had four rushes. Too many. <laughs> he does not deserve to be on the team. There's no reason he's on the team. Like, they were getting, Miles Sanders was getting 20 opportunities a game, and he's really, really good. And that was, like, the whole, my whole thing was, if he gets 15 to 20 opportunities, he's going to be awesome because he's a good player. And now that I'm giving him that, so he's not awesome, and it stinks. And that's the whole bottom line. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, I, w- 
wasn't that big in Miles Sanders. And this is like he's good. The with running the, back by committee was what I was scared of. But it wasn't. A, it was all randomly though. It wasn't a running back, and I, he was putting up numbers. I, and now I, all of a sudden, relax, it, what, I wasn't relax, crazy good numbers. Was Sanders putting up crazy good numbers the whole year? I mean, the he, he, had, he had a stretch of being pretty good. He did. I know he, he had a stretch. Numbers like it's bad. And it just looked like the it was past like up. four weeks have been pretty bad. Yeah, exactly. It's not great, Bob. Because then the whole once Boston Scott got more involved, Corey Clement was on the field for no reason, and then now they have as soon as Miami cut Jordan Howard, they're just like, "Oh, we loved you. You were super mediocre." Let's get Jordan Howard on the team. I don't know if they, they loved got him. him back. They cut him like a, they cut him after he was fine for them. They, they got him back, him or was he? Yeah. A, was he a free agent? Oh, well, they didn't sign him back. He took. That's him what. Back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at Sanders' stats overall. There's like, there's two weeks you're pumped about him, and then three you're okay with him. Other than I that, mean, it's like been a bunch of weeks. He got over 100 all-purpose yards. Like he's putting up yards, and that's the uh, point. That's what you're getting like the opportunity in the season. And it should hypothetically get better, and it never did because his schedule was awesome. Three weeks. No, I mean Scotty, he went. I mean technically there's a 99. I'm just I'm being technical. There's a 99 and 95 on that team, by the way. But that's not over every time. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, see, Miles Sanders was putting so up five. good numbers, and he was potential at ceiling, and he had a good schedule, and then now they're just like, all right, let's just not give him the ball. Because well, I think it's just the ego of general just being terrible. They just don't understand what they're. They don't even know what they're doing yet. Well, Doug Peterson's making himself look like a worse and worse coach each week. Yeah, and especially now with Jalen Hurts, do you have any confidence in Sanders? I have more confidence than with Carson Wentz. Their their team is just better. Like I, I don't. My well, whole. I want to ask. Are you playing? Are you playing against the Saints? Probably. I don't really have an opportunity unless unless Kenny Galladay is not hurt. Like I'm not playing Michael Pittman over him probably. Uh, yeah, that, well, it's the same thing too. I mean, but it gets. But also they had that Steelers game too, where it was that saved by that 75 yard run. Yeah, but you want a person who could do that. Yeah, I, I understand you want somebody exactly. to do that. But, but if like. They, but if you're getting 20 opportunities and you have a person who can do that, that's something that can happen a lot more likely than if you're getting freaking eight opportunities now. Like, the whole thing was he could do that and he gets the opportunity, and now he's not getting the opportunity, and that's why it's frustrating to be like, why can't you just do something? Because he's the best offensive player, and they're not giving him the ball. But I, I feel slightly more confident with Hurts just because the offense is better. Like, I don't, I didn't want, like, Miles Sanders because Carson Wentz has been great all year because I wanted the opportunity for Miles Sanders. So... If I feel confident in this opportunity, I would play Miles Sanders, but I don't, so now it's risky. Yeah, it kind of depends on where you have him. You draft him as a guy that you're, you're probably not I mean, having too many backups. The way you drafted Sanders, not just in an auction, but also with regular draft picks, it's like he's a end of first, early second pick. You're saying, but if I – if in, injuries are the reason I mean, like, I, I have to play him. Like, I would no, be I more considerate. I no, I understand. Like, I don't think many people have the choice to bench yeah, him. That's kind of, yeah, that's what makes it. Like, I have some depth, but it's like – Everyone else is also injured, so it's like the depth doesn't look as good when everyone else is hurt. I mean, I think if Joe Mixon came back tomorrow, I'd still feel safer with Miles Sanders. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough that's one. That's right not there. Joe Mixon is not, cannot break off a seventy-five yard touchdown run right now. He did like a forty-some yard run. Like that is way less than seventy-five. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, I mean, if they, they ran the same play thirty yards back, it probably would have been the same result. You know. That, I think that's just kind of like that was in the Steelers. The Steelers let up a lot of, they let up a couple of just big plays. They do really that's good stopping the, only, the whole thing, but they let up the big plays. So like that's just kind of a. I mean, it happens to all defense. I mh- mean, it's just because the Steelers are so good on defense. Whenever it happens to them, you're like, oh, cool. I'm just, I'm just saying it's not Mixon's day yet. Oh, if I you know. get the long touchdown, yeah. <laughs> but well, with more miles. They also play. just hate running the ball to death. So they also hate watching the ball. <laughs> they also hate, yeah. They also hate Joe Burrow because <laughs> they just refuse to defend him. Um, all right.
Well, let's uh, let's get to the mortgage here. All right, I told you you can't break it down. You thought we had time for that. Wait. To get on this next one, uh, to just hurry up, uh, we got yeah, we Justin uh, Justin Herbert. This one hurt. Big bust this week. We the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. The Patriots just focus on the one guy that's been good on the team, and they're like, "We'll shut him down, and they won't win." They're like, "Oh, by the way, it's Herbert." So they just shut down oh, Herbert. Keenan Allen and, and uh, Eckler. It's just the the rookies. Yeah, well, that's just rookies don't do thing. good against yeah. Bill Belichick, and then all of a sudden, the Patriots special teams is like superhuman. So. The Chargers need to fire Dan Campbell. I like him, but my God, what? It's bad. It's rough. Yeah, I got nothing else. This just I mean, this is kind of like a fluke week overall. Oh, that was not catchy. <laughs> I'll make the same. Ooh. What are the Steelers about if to wa- lose I, to Washington? I'm gonna be so mad. I had it clicked on like the to pick them. I had Washington. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do it. I was like, you just Not can't against. do it. You can't do it. But I was like, this is a short week. This is the week the Steelers will lose. And I was like, I don't know. I just had a feeling for some reason. I, we'll see what happens. I'm drunk. I, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Let's see what happens yeah. overall. But a good defensive team. Like Washington's been a good defense this year. That's yeah. why I kind of had the thought on him, but okay. So I'm done with Herbert. He, he's he'll be back next week. Oh, Herbert will be fine. It's just the Belichick doing what he does. <laughs> I I think he'll help me get a, a touchdown or something, just anything. Yeah, I'm that was like, really bad. I yeah. was hoping he would get to like 10, 15 points. Maybe yeah, like I had like a low floor in mind, yeah, but he was I like, you know what? I'm gonna I didn't go think lower. he killed me, and he kind of kind of killed you. Yeah. So, all right, going on to my guy real quick, CJ Chark. Man, it's not good and. Uh, Jacksonville, unless your name is James Robinson, it's just bad down there. (laughs) Seven targets, two for 41. It's just not – I don't see it getting better. I'm going to hold on to him because there's not better options on waivers. But, like, I don't want to play him unless I'm super desperate. No, I'm the same way. Yeah, just – it wasn't the year for him. It was not the year for him. Everything went against him, and it's – he had good games. He had really good games this year, and it just – nothing worked out for him. It's quite unfortunate. I like DJ Chark, and it's just – it's been a year of just meh because of just a terrible situation. All right, so I'm going to talk about my last bust of the week, and uh, I, uh, put, I put I was, I was trying to be spicy last week. I was being real spicy last week, and I said – told everyone to play Latavius Murray over Kamara confidently, and it uh, turns out I was super wrong about that. I'm definitely going to play Kamara over him because uh, yeah. Latavius only got <laughs> – Latavius only got five attempts for 17 yards. I Two catches for no yards. Exactly. I was not ready for him to get completely no opportunities unless he kept losing the floor. Yep. I mean, I uh, I played him. My other option was James White. So it worked out. I got more points with Latavius Murray. But, like. See, I helped Spencer here. Uh, and uh, the other choice was between <laughs> him and Benny Snell. And Benny Snell is, like, in a three timeshare right now. Wait, hold up. Did you say before Benny Snell? Right? Benny Snell does not have that many points. That'd be awesome if Tate Murray got four points. <laughs> I mean, at this point, points. I should have played. Chark, because I would have netted like an extra point and a half. And you need all the and points. I need Benny Snell definitely points. has more than that. Okay. How many does Latavius Murray have right now? Benny Snell, you mean? No, Latavius. I'm looking at Benny Snell. Benny Snell probably has like, I bet you he has like 2.4. Let's see. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll have to look and see who has it. Yeah. Latavius Murray has 2.7. Yep. Benny Snell has 2. Yeah! Game's not over. The game's not over yet. But, uh,. Definitely first the 60 yards. That's, that's, that's been an like, issue for a while. They've they become a lot of drops now. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go into uh, some in and outs of the week. So first off, we got in and out on uh, – let's go 
Jared Goff versus the Patriots. So now I'm I think out. Jared Goff is like technically he's been kind of playing so as a streamer this week. I don't week. even care. I'm so out. <laughs> no, I agree. I'm out as well. I just wanted I, to see where you guys were going on this. I'm so out. I, I didn't know it was that passionate of an out. Yeah, it's I, very passionate. I, Both I was trying to get it out would, faster than it was. Woods and Cup, all of them. I'm out on every single Rams player this week. I know it's going to be defen- defensive suck fest. It's going to be a pretty good game. Is it a of the Super Bowl? Basically, yes. It's going to be like 10 to 3. Because that is a bomb. You can grab him like 70 yards. Holy crap. Oh, oh there's a flag. Nope. He's offside. He's been on Steelers a lot. I was going to say, it's, sound, it's looking like it's on Steelers. But yeah, um, I, if I have options like Robert Woods, I'm benching him this week. I, Gilmore and J.C. Jackson, I don't. I don't want a piece of them. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, I. Th- okay. Yep. We can do it. Yep. It's gonna be. It's yeah. It's, it's gonna be a weird week for that one, especially this short turnaround. But and the Patriots are going to push for the playoffs. And still make it. I can't believe that's but a thing. I, I think the Rams are gonna win, but I think it's gonna be the worst game ever, and I don't want to play a single Rams or a single Patriots. Exactly. But. Cam Newton's fantasy stat lines are hilarious, by the way. I it don't. is the r- most ridiculous. I put him on here because I think, would you play Cam against the Rams? Because, like, his stats are terrible, but he keeps getting, I'm like, 20 points because he just rushes one in or two in. Yeah, it, it's, it's no, super. I, honestly, I, like, Spencer said, like, this is going to be a low-scoring game. Like, it's going to be ugly. It is going to be disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm, I'd be I'm out. out of, I think I'm just out of both of them. Because both those guys are playing. Players. You're not, most of those guys, depending on how the quarterbacks in your leagues are set up, but, like, most of the times you have another option between those two guys. Oh god, yeah. Okay. So, uh, next we got we got Miles Gaskin versus the Chiefs. Super in on that. I'll, I'm good with him because he is the workhorse back. He gets the passing work. He gets the rushing work. Immediately came need, back to his workload. Yep, and they're gonna need points to beat the Chiefs. So, I mean, he's gonna have. I, if the, in Miami's my head, gonna have a chance out. in this game, they're gonna need Gaskin. Mm-hmm. And if I need, if I have a chance in my fantasy playoffs, I need him because. Josh Jacobs has a crappy matchup, and he sucks in crappy matchups. And that he might, it's rumored that he might not even play this matchup. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think well, I'm uh, about Josh Jacobs sucking in my lineup, but not Devontae Booker. I think uh, Gaskins is gonna have a nice, solid base. I don't know if like he's gonna. I don't know. I don't see really. I see a boom in him, but I, mean, I see him getting you the. 10 I think to the twelve points. points. Yeah. yeah, I think if he gets the ten to twelve points, he'd be okay. If he can get in the end zone, he could get twenty. But yeah. I think he can get twenty. I like I like Miles Gaskins a lot. I think he's pretty good, and uh, especially because he's been helpful guy for my team this week. Yeah. I was so happy to get him back this week. Holy crap. Especially after uh, Josh Jacobs went out. I was super nervous. So next we got um, Melvin Gordon versus the Panthers. Because Melvin Gordon just came back. He had a really monster game. I just don't I just, trust him. I don't trust him either. I'm just I'm not. He is a, not he's a massive it. upside player where like you can play him and like these big weeks can happen. But like it's scary. I'm in on Melvin this week. I don't necessarily. I think this is gonna be a good game for him, just because like I don't know what the Panthers are gonna do. And even if they do put up points, like they don't really have a good rushing. Oh team. my god, that could be it. They have. <laughs> that could be it. Oh my. They, uh, was it a fumble? I it knew was, this. Why did a, I trust my gut? It's a, it the interception. Ben threw it. It it was hit at the line, wobbled, fell in the guy's arms. Oh, why did I trust why my did gut? I did not trust my gut. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> the resident J- uh, Steelers fan is not happy about this in our, in our friend group. <sighs> All right, um, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. We got two outs and an in on. But are you rather play Melvin Gordon versus the Panthers or Miles Sanders versus the Saints? Wait, say that again. Melvin Gordon versus the Panthers or Miles Sanders versus the Saints? <sighs> I hate them both, but I'm going with Miles Sanders. 
I would say Melvin based on the matchup and like I think he's definitely more guaranteed the workload. Like I don't and we know we know for as bad as Drew Locke's been. Oh yeah, I'm super out on the Broncos now. Screw yeah. them. But anyway, we at least know what Drew Locke's gonna give us. Jalen Hurts looked good his half a start, but like we don't know what's gonna happen. And I, 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 the Saints are a really good defense, so they're definitely gonna they're gonna put a hurting on him if he's a starter, and they're gonna put a hurting on him Carson Wentz. Yep, hurting, hurting on Hurts. It's gonna be rough for him. I don't. Know, I lo- I haven't. I don't have Melvin, but like I still. I just get to see the highlights of Melvin being good, and that, like I watched him have a good game yesterday. So like I don't. I'm more ready. To, I'm more open to playing uh, Melvin Gordon than these guys are. I think. Oh. And two people I who guess, have him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just has, he hasn't caused me any. Like I haven't had any. Like I've never played him when he did good. And this year, I've only played him when he's done bad. Exactly. So it's like at this situation, better off not playing. Well, I actually, know. I played. I played Melvin against the Jets. That was awesome. That's that doesn't count. Anybody against the Jets does not count. That's what I'm trying to say. You guys keep saying Derek Carr counts. Yeah. He doesn't count. <laughs> but after a bad week, it does count. It no, does it count. doesn't. Like I said, oh, hold up. Let's go look at Melvin Gordon the week before that then. Uh, I think he was relevant the week before. He, I think I he was so. relevant at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. No, no, the week before. Not against the Jets. I'm just talking about the week before. I know. That's what I'm looking at. No, he was against Tampa, and he got 7.8. Isn't that bad, but it's not that yeah. bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was fine. Shut up, Hugs. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Still fine. Let's finish it up. I'm going to finish it up with uh, this one right here with uh, Giovanni Bernard versus Dallas. I labeled this as the suck fault this week. That's a big trap right there. It's like, it doesn't matter what happens I overall. I just don't want nothing to do with Dallas. I really just don't. <laughs> I don't. It, this doesn't look good. Like Bernard doesn't get the pass as much passing work without uh, Joe Burrow. And now it's not even Brandon Allen. It's Ryan Finley. It's gonna be. Well, it's gonna be ugly overall. As of now, we he got a uh, Brandon Allen left with a chest injury. We don't have that yet. I'm playing, I'm playing Gio this week. I don't know, not with the most confidence, but like, I'm, I would play Gio this week. I think it's a good matchup, and I don't think he's gonna kill you this week. So, all right, and then moving on, we got a couple just waivers, oh, waiver pickups this he week. He is starting to rip that ball. <laughs> oh my god, Watt was very angry. Yep, his he had arm time was gonna rip off his body. They're in field goal range too, which is big. I, I was gonna say they are not, but I was gonna replay the other one. Yep. I wonder. I wonder if you have to like you don't even try to do a like a kick here and like argue just do like a weird like yeah weird punt like a twenty yard punt. No, you kick it if it's close. I I guess that's true too, but they're gonna have no timeouts. You have to hold down the field and you have a chance to have a block. As long as you don't blitz on the hail mary, you'll be fine. So, uh, some some big waiver pickups this week. I'm gonna say right now. I mean, if you can see it, we have uh this. I have T. Higgins is available in short league. No. I mean, I, oh, well, oh no, he's against. He, well, he's against Dallas next week. I think it could be actually. It could be relevant, especially if Boyd. I'm looking for you. What's that with uh, Boyd? We've heard about Boyd. Well, he got sus- Well, that entire game. I so he got suspended. So I'm not sure. Well, he might get, does that get? Does that get an extra game? He got ejected. He didn't get suspended. Okay, so I, I forgot about that. So if he gets an extra game, I think being the only game. person available, T. Higgins could have a good week. I mean, I would play T. Higgins. This is, like, again, I, I just said I would play Gino Bernard, and he is a much worse player than T. Higgins. So I would play T. Higgins. So, uh, the next there would be uh, Tim Patrick. 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 I'd like to play multiple Tim Patricks if you feel free. Yep. So, I mean, he's been pretty good this year. Yeah, he's been a lot. I mean, again, it's kind of still still a little bit of a risk. There's still a little bit of a risk. I think he still needs a touchdown. But I mean, like, you're playing a Bronco. What's the risk? Right. Yeah. 
If you uh, if Hilton's on your waivers, pick him up for the next week at Houston. Yeah, because yep. he plays Houston in like a, what a two week now. Two weeks. Yeah. If Gasecki, you want to grab Gasecki. I think you can look for McKissick still. He's a lot of bounce. Doesn't he? Like, look how much time. There's gonna be like no time left. You might. As, I think you. There's argument that you, you punt it. No, you. No, you can just do a little sweep thing. And they can drive the whole field for me. They're still gonna have to score. I don't know. I just believe in. You, you probably kick it. I mean, also Hopkins has been a good kicker. So like he he's been dominating. So as long as he doesn't get this blocked, but I, I just consider it a block. Oh. I mean, I'm not sure. They're not the. the I don't know if the, the if this gets blocked, the Washington Redskins are like the Browns. Like that's exactly what it is. That's no, how the Browns the lost their Monday the Night Football. Would have no, the blocked. Browns literally lost. They lost that Monday Night Football game on a block like kick. Oh sixteen, I think. That was. I think it was on that one in sixteen. I know I that. Fifteen year. That was the, the Will Hill uh, play. Yeah. Yeah. So pick six. Yeah. Pick, yeah. Yep. The Browns. You want him? Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else. Me. Yeah. You could get. Still on like waivers. Like the QT. QT. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, definitely him. I think you can grab – I think uh, – I'm just looking through our list right now, too, to see if there's anyone else that's big. Yeah, McKissick's a good one. You can still go with Aguilar if you need somebody there. Tight end-wise, there's Gusecki. There's Font still available in some leagues. Logan Thomas, if he's – I don't even – I don't know I don't know what to do with tight ends, man. I recently dropped Noah Fant, and I don't regret it, but it's like – I have Jordan Reed, and it's like it feels about the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Per, that's what I'm saying. That's, there's Noah Font, and then there's uh, – Hayden Hurst. Like, I had the same, like, concept. Like, I was like, I have the same hope for both of them, basically. <laughs> and it's like, I kind of just... That was a big argument in the offseason. Cole Komet could be oh, yeah, somewhat Cole of a pickup. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's been... He overtook Jimmy Graham. Yeah, so Jimmy Graham was somewhat relevant in the beginning of the year, and then there was a transition between both of them, and Cole Komet had an okay game. I'm not saying... You don't need to rush to start him, but it's like, keep an eye on him. He could help you in the playoffs, maybe. Because they do have a good schedule, so it's like, if he... I mean, if they get him more involved, he's pretty good athlete, so something, some good things could happen. Right. Yeah. So, that's all the time we have for the Going Once Podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. And we'll see you all next week. Steelers suck. Woo!